I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. With me is Isabel Boyle, Principal Product Manager at BNY Mellon. Our topic for today, the ISO 2022 deadlines. This is a huge task. Transitioning to the new standard is like nothing else the payments industry has seen. Is that true? Is it going to be a problem or is it going to be easy? Actually, it will happen. I mean, this ISO 2022 migration has been on everyone's radar screen for for quite a while. And actually, even since 2004, where the ISO 2022 messages were first introduced. At the time, I mean, the first ones, if I may say, who implemented ISO 2022 were the SEPA community, which is the single European payments area. That was back in 2008. And at the time, these were messages that were meant for the retail credit transfers and direct debits. But then since then, I mean, the major currencies, RTGS systems also kind of started working on the ISO 2022 implementation and migration. When I'm talking major currencies, I'm talking US dollars, euros and GBP. So, I mean, it is, why am I saying that it is happening? Because, I mean, if we look for euros, I mean, the European community is now preparing for the famous target to an EBA Euro 1 migration, which will happen in November 2022. So, well on time, they will migrate on ISO 2022 in a big bank approach, meaning that all direct participants from those two RTGS systems will have to migrate on the same day. This is going to be on the third weekend in November, and they will migrate on to enrich ISO 2022. This date will coincide also with the SWIFT migration from the FinMT Category 1, Category 2 and Category 9 messages to ISO 2022. This will also be launched third weekend in November 2022. But in this case, we're talking of a, a coexistence solution. Why are we saying that? Because SWIFT will launch their migration in November 2022, but still will accept exchanges of FinMT till November 2025. This is why we're talking about the coexistence solution. And then we need to also get prepared for the GBP CHAPS migration. This will happen in April 2023, where CHAPS will be migrating all of its direct participants in one go, one day, into an enriched ISO 2022. Where, I mean, we also need to pay attention is, of course, the migration of the US dollar, Fedwire and CHIPS. For the time being, the date has been set to November 2023, a date that needs to be confirmed still. Again, I mean, this is going to be a migration that will take place for all direct participants on the same day and also for enriched ISO 2022. So as you see, Robin, a lot of RTGS systems are migrating. We also need to keep an eye on Canada, on Australia and New Zealand, who will also migrate in 2022. And then Hong Kong chats will migrate in 2023. So yes, it is happening. Yes, everyone is getting prepared for these migrations. And yes, we will be faced with some challenges, but I think everyone is getting prepared for that. Well, this has been 16 years coming, as you mentioned. There have been delays in the past. Are there any issues around the staggered go-live dates? in various jurisdictions and indeed issues around the translation format that are going to have to be used between MT and MX messages. 
Yes, you are right, Robin, actually. I mean, different migration timelines, as I just explained, and migration strategies will result in coexistence issues. When we talk coexistence issues, it means truncation issues. Indeed, a truncation will result from a translation from an enriched ISO 2022 into a thin empty message or even a legacy message to refer to the uh, Fedwire and chips, for example. Just to give you an example, in FinMT today, it's the same in chips and Fedwire, names do cater for 70 characters. While ISO 2022 will allow actually banks to transport 140 characters. While some truncated data may have limited legal impacts, such as the processing instructions, there are a list of elements that are considered extremely important that they would be transported unchanged and untruncated in the payment messages. And we need to make sure that for those key major elements, that we are compliant with the travel rules and the various other regulations, such as the wire transfer or the funds transfer regulations. To give you some examples, the main elements that, I mean, we need to be very careful about are the payer and the payee informations, especially considering that the ISO 2022 messages will uh, contain additional payer and payee information, such as the ultimate payer and the ultimate payee. But also, I mean, the ISO 2022 will transport enriched remittance information, which by nature needs to be transported unchanged between the debtor and the creditor. So the communities are working closely with compliance and regulators to define which are the best suitable coexistence solutions. That is, for example, whenever some data is being truncated, to give the possibility to the receiver of this truncated empty message or truncated payment message to request the truncated data to the sender of the truncated message. You have several options there. Either you could ask to receive a free text message, such as an MT199, or you could give access to your online tool. Also, I mean, some communities, they go a step further. They say, well, let's try to avoid having to deal with enriched data from the source. So what they're doing is that they do some huge communication to their communities, asking them to restrict the usage of enriched data from day one, from November 2022, until everyone is then uh, migrated onto the enriched ISO 2022. Should we be worried? I think we all need to get prepared for that. We all need to work on our various coexistence solutions. But I think that, I mean, some surveys do kind of show that in various markets, uh, some surveys shows that enriched data should be quite limited from November 2022. Moreover, it looks very much that most intermediary banks will already be able to send and receive ISO 2022. So this should limit the translation needs. But again, Robin has said, I mean, we all need to be very careful. We all need to work closely with our compliance and regulators to make sure that we are compliant with all these important regulations. Well, there's a couple of issues I'd, I'd like to take you up on. What we're talking about is a data-rich financial messaging standard. It's going to give more information. What does that bring in terms of benefits to the users? That's the first issue. So actually, ISO 2022 will allow the banks to exchange richer data, but also more, more structured data. 
for example, I mean, you will have about like 15 different elements that will allow you to give structured data when it comes to postal addresses, for example. In the FinMT messages today, you have a kind of structure with some of the options, but that are not really that straightforward. With ISO 2022, you're going to have an element that is going to be dedicated to the street name, for example. Then you're going to have another one for the building name and another one for country. So this, at the end of the day, does allow the banks to do smooth screening to avoid fraud and improve AML processing. Is there any competition around to ISO 2022, or is it the only game in town? So for ISO 2022 as a format, I would say no, we don't really have a competition today. I think it is clear that all of the RTGS worldwide have decided to move on to ISO 2022. The corporates will also be moving on to ISO 2022. The high value payment systems, the, the real time systems are moving on to ISO 2022. I think that there's no real competition for this message format. I think we should be more worried about the risks that are coming out from the fact that initially when ISO 2022 was developed and started to be implemented, the idea was to have a harmonized usage of the ISO 2022, meaning that a PAX 8 would meet the requirements of an RTGS, of a correspondent bank, for real-time payments, you know, to have really one flavor of the message. And what we are finding out today is that every RTGS has its own specificities, CBPR Plus has its own specificities. So you find yourself with many flavors that are available for a single PAX 8, which is the equivalent to the MT103, meaning for that for the banks, I mean, that have multiple business that they have to implement and maintain several flavors of the messages. Also, what we need to be careful about is the versioning. I mean, we, what we see is that some communities do not use the same versions of the ISO, the global ISO standards, which can also actually end up in some misharmonization uh, of the usage of the ISO 2022. When it comes to the protocol, to the messaging itself, I would say that ISO 2022, for example, today, exchange on SWIFT interact store and forward, for example, well, I would see a competitor being the APIs, the APIs with the JSON format, which actually may, I mean, have at a certain point in time, may replace some segments that are currently covered by ISO 2022. Thank you very much, Isabel Wool, Principal Product Manager at BNY Mellon.